0: First round, make it count. Toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throwing down, knocking out. Time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvojka, and welcome back to episode fifty-one of the Two Beers Podcast. Part of the everyman. Beer one, sports. Beer two, shows and movies. Slanging it on the reel. I'm Jordan here with Drew. Drew, what's up, man? Jordan and new and new. He came for you, Anthony, and he got him. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know what this guy's saying. My favorite but up. Just been listening to that on repeat for for three days. I don't even know. I don't understand what one word of those things is, but it worked it out.
0: Happened. All right. Before before we get into <sighs> the Ukrainian talk, um, let's assume positions for the two-bruce salute.
1: Yeah, man. Let's let's get into it. Got a bottle here. It's each Deutsch, Deutsch, Fajous
0: three three we're gonna we're gonna be all over the loma club by the time we get there we're gonna be like celebrities all right three two one speaking of um foreign lands here's a. oh no oh no it's foaming okay it's good whoo um i got uh i i didn't realize i still had another one of these german beers oh it's foaming it's foaming
1: cheers Ben
0: henstaffner um, the original premium German beer. We're getting up to Oktoberfest season, so you gotta start drinking real German beers. Brilliant, brilliant. What do you have?
1: <laughs> uh, what was this? Three, is this three in a row? The Pumpkin, Southern Tier. Just gonna keep rolling. Are you? Uh, this is gonna be like a new
0: like streak on the pod.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not. I told you, I'm not stopping until he gets his belts back. We're gonna keep. <laughs> we're gonna keep going, baby. Just gonna keep going and going. So I'm gonna be Are single. You're... I'm gonna be single-handedly keeping uh, Southern Tier in, uh, in business past Halloween. I mean, by the time uh, Tio finally
0: fights that fight, <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll be ready to put him back on the line for Lom. My God,
1: they're they're back and forth on Twitter today. Is the least entertaining thing of all time. Maybe they're trying to sell like some last minute tickets now.
0: It's funny. The what Kambosis and Tio.
1: Oh yeah, they were going. I go yeah, well. Cool. Actually, yeah, we'll talk about that after we talk about the big one, real quick. We'll, okay. Uh, I tell you, I totally. It's all such a joke now. It's like I don't even want to give it airtime, but I guess it's worth talking about for a minute.
0: Well, let's talk about Usic Joshua because somebody on this very podcast, you got four it, we- for weeks, and including the big reveal last week, called that to a T yeah, it's this ninja over here. You're there. My uh the chops coming in. Cha
1: <coughs> My big my big fight prediction streak continues to be <laughs> to be Ofer. Except for Canelo. It's the only the only fight I can't rate is Canelo. Uh yeah, man, dude, I'm, I'm walking my sweatshirt that I got, of course, uh the day after the fight, which was just hilarious. That it came on it came on a Sunday. Uh dude, Usyk, Joshua man, dude, that did not disappoint I've watched it twice since uh since saturday what a fight man what a battle two warriors uh anthony joshua three belt champion alexander usyk former undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world all the talk coming into the fight out usyk was too small uh joshua was just going to overpower him i think they ended up coming in at two joshua came in around 240 usyk around 221 heaviest usyk's been in heavyweight fights Everyone kind of made a big deal about Joshua coming in small, but this is the same weight he's been in the last two fights, from what I I recall. Uh, and they they got it, dude. It was just beautiful boxing. I I don't. I was so pumped. We were excited shooting the cards out. Uh, it usually these fights don't live up to the hype. Man, this lived up to the hype.
0: Yeah, I I, I said last week that. I I was hoping we'd get a true battle and I was afraid there might be more of a cautious stalemate. We got the true battle. And as I expected, look, you got this big, stoic Joshua who doesn't do a lot in the terms of movement. It not not that he's totally still, not that he's a statue, but not a lot in, in terms it just of Just doesn't movement. have the foot it doesn't have the footwork. And then you got Usik who dances with the footwork not only the footwork the head left right up, oh, it's down everywhere. left right down right up down i mean it's like a mortal kombat cheat code it's you know he probably
1: and, i I, he, the, he, I bet you that set that fight set the record for most feints in a heavyweight championship fight
0: and and that's why i picked you on the uh, wait uh, now i'm just saying it wrong you I, I i think picked, i think
1: it's Usyk. i just okay. but it's it's fun it's okay
0: uh, we, we I guess we have a little more brushing up to do before we take over I'm, I'm uh, pretty Loma sure Club. I'm
1: pretty sure it's Usyk, but it's okay.
0: Usy, Usyk before we take over yeah. Club Lomachenko. I mean, anyway. you've
1: been you've been saying Lomachenko uh, wrong for you know for like five years now. So wait,
0: what, why? How do I say it?
1: Well, you call it you call him Shanko. I'm pretty sure it's Chenko, Lomachenko. Okay, not Same Shank, thing. not Shanko. No, Shank's something that gets done in prison. Chenko his name. But God, well,
0: Shank's what you do on the golf course.
1: That's where it's hurt, man. That's that wasn't called for. I was, that was, <laughs> a- that was that was accurate. That was accurate. That was so uncalled. I don't know why we got to bring that up into into the um, pod. Anyway, anyways,
0: so Usyk in out left right uh, the feints the jab the, again the flicking jab which I wonder how if he had any that's that stunned uh, Joshua any of the, the jabs he definitely stunned him a couple times in the fight. But it was oddly enough with the power shots,
1: and he did um, it early. I, that was the yeah. biggest shock to me. He, because uh, we talked about the breakdown, is he usually he usually doesn't go in and land punches in the first few rounds. He's just testing you. He wants to see what you're going to give him when he does certain movements. That's why he throws so many feints. Man, when when he was doing that though in the first round, and if John, when as Joshua was reacting. Dude, he slipped. He slipped some uh some straight jabs, some lefts in there, a couple a couple body shots. He was aggressive from the get-go. He he really took the fight to Joshua, which I, I I mean I definitely didn't expect that. I thought Joshua would bring the fight to him and then he'd have to, you know, he'd have to use his footwork uh to counter that, and he did it. He I think See, by... I,
0: I didn't expect that at all. I expected it to go exactly how it went down with Joshua standing in the middle, middle, just pivoting off his back foot. And well, you're Usyk, just
1: you're just a regular fucking Quasimodo over there, aren't you?
0: Usyk just just uh, dictating the pace. That's I mean that's why I picked Usyk on the cards. That's what I expected.
1: Yeah, and he, uh, he he. To your point, he he stunned him. He stunned him at least three times in the fight. The third round, he he got him wobbly, man. Uh, and he saved. He, Joshua got saved by the bell. In the third, with the yeah, with the fight, and there was that was one thing as I've watched it a couple times that we brought up that was key. It, you know, we said that Joshua was going to have to be careful when he threw his right. That if he missed Usyk, he had to get his he had to he had to make sure he got out of got out of the way and got his head off that line because with Usyk being a southpaw, that that left is going to be there. So if he misses, and that's and that's in a lot of the fights where Joshua's gotten clipped. You know, it's it's those shots that are coming in that he can't see, and that's where that's where Usyk really made him pay on a lot. Where he just missed with that right, and Usyk was so fast, he just kept hitting him with that overhand left.
0: Yeah, I I um I I just I never expected Joshua to do more than than what he did, I guess.
1: Um, and I I, I thought know. he would try to. I I thought that. I thought he would try to walk him down a little bit more. And to that credit, a lot of people are saying that, oh, he he had the wrong game plan, this, this, that, that. that." Give some credit to Usyk because you you don't know what happens in the ring. Like, everybody outside can say what they see, this, that, you know. But, like, Joshua, for all all we know, Joshua was trying to walk him down. Usyk just takes you out of your game because he's moving around. He didn't stop moving for the first three rounds of the fight. Yeah, you know? I mean, you can't. It's hard to. It wasn't walk. until the fourth
0: or fifth round when he started to slow down a little. Go bit. back,
1: go back to the Casimiro Rigendahl fight. Like Casimiro was trying to walk down Rigendahl for twelve rounds, he couldn't catch, he couldn't catch the little fucker. Like, you know, sometimes like you just can't, it, you can't execute a game plan when your opponent is just that, that technically efficient to get away with it. Um, I did think he could have went to the body more. We saw that in the eighth round where he finally started throwing some of those uppercuts right to the body that we had talked about last week. Which again, yeah. I still think that's the deadliest punch in boxing outside of Wilder's just straight right hand is, is AJ's uppercuts. And that hurt Usyk. You know, Usyk was said he, he had an interview yesterday. That he I saw said, that. Yeah, he yeah. said, you know, like, Josh Joshua stung him a few times, and he felt it. And uh, You know, he just he just was able to recover uh, before he got in any danger. Did a good job of, you know, anytime Joshua did hit him with a good shot and was getting close, tying him up. uh but not to the point where it was, you know, an unpleasant fight to watch. He
0: he did a good job of hiding how much those punches hurt him. Because there were a couple times he got yeah. tagged. And you're just waiting for him to, like, wobble or show something. And he just kept his poker face. And it was just yeah. like, it was like oh, like, I guess that didn't hurt him. But now it comes out, yeah, the day after the fight when he gave his interview. And he was like, yeah, like, those,
1: those hurt me. Like, and I guess I, the cut, cl- what was the, did they just clash heads? Is that how he got cut?
0: Uh... You know, you know what? Again, I think I think that was I think he tagged him, because there was a couple times where I was like holy crap, that All the was t- a big right hand. All the times I watched,
1: I just could I still can't tell like if it, it was It no, like...
0: though it was a quick right. I, I cuz I saw it immediately. It was a quick hmm. right. And Usyk had like Usyk had like no reaction and I'm just like wait a minute. Didn't that right just hit him? Like why didn't he yeah, even move? Him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh de- <laughs> we can uh yeah, and so Joshua. Then yeah, they, in the in the twelfth round, Usyk just started laying on the pressure and was just hitting him with such accuracy in that last thirty seconds. Yeah. Apparently, I, I think it's pretty well confirmed they stopped the they rang the bell about seven seconds early. So there's a good chance Usyk potentially could have could have got a knockdown there because Joshua was basically laying on the ropes uh, at that point. Which I also don't know why that wasn't that didn't warrant a. Uh, A town count, but by that point, the fight—I mean—I think it was very clear to everybody uh, around the world that Usyk had run away with the fight and was was going to get the decision. I got to say, kudos to Eddie Hearn, Matchbox, and uh, Dazone. What the whole night, the the whole spectacle was awesome. Uh, The walkouts were great. I got I as much as I loved Usyk, I joked with you when Anthony Joshua came out to the uh, no easy way out from Rocky IV. I just Mm -hmm. was like. I was like, "Fuck you, Joshua!" Now I gotta. Do I? Do I? Don't make me cheer for you. Don't do it. Don't you do it? I mean, it's it's not like I would have been mad <laughs> if Joshua won. No, even, no, even no even I wouldn't guy. either. Yeah, I like Joshua. I, uh, you know, I I really I think he's a he he is a true champion. You know, he's he he's take he takes on anyone he's got to fight, and uh, people that people that think it's ridiculous for him to take the exercise the rematch clause. I'm just like. This was a close fight. They're like, oh, we don't need to see another one. We don't need to see it. Let's move on. That it's like, dude, like, since when, like, our rematch is like a bad thing for boxing? It's like, oh, it's, he'll just get hurt in the worst in the next one. I'm like, why? Like, he can't make an adjustment. Like, it's just so. so dumb. I wanted to
0: talk about that, but first I wanted to go over a couple numbers. Okay. Um So again, coming into the fight, just to remind everyone, uh, Joshua was minus two sixty five. Usyk was plus two twenty. Over under and rounds was nine and a half to go. The distance was plus one fifteen yes and minus one fifty two no, and that that confused me at the time. Um, jo- or, I'm sorry, Usyk uh, on the cards was plus four hundred, so that's that's what we would have hit there. Mm. Um, and then on the CompuBox... box, copy box me baby. Yeah, uh-huh. I. I'd, Copy box me baby. I didn't
1: save it, but oh, I. Was, I got it. What do you What do you want? What do you want me to give you? I got it right now. I didn't
0: have the exact number, but Um Usyk actually they actually hit the same number of jabs.
1: Yeah, fifty two, each. And,
0: yeah, and Um Usyk actually dominated him in power punches. Which watching yep. the fight, I I you you could see that there was a gap, and I didn't realize it was that big. Well, you know. know what it was. It,
1: this was really similar uh 96 to 71 yeah and well that and it was similar to the T the Tio Lomachenko fight in that they were almost tied in power punches going into the 12th Usyk outlanded him in power punches 23 to 8 I believe yeah 23 to 8 in the final round uh, so that almost that entire almost that that entire difference got made up in the uh in the 12th so it's 25 total and it was 15 in the 12th round yeah wow yeah, so he I mean he again that 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 last minute he just once he got Joshua wobbly, he just was just pinpoint uh just crack at him. And total, even total punches for the fight. It was 123 uh to 148. Joshua actually threw more threw more punches in the fight. Uh 123 at 641, 19% Usyk uh 148 529 28% accuracy throughout the fight. So Yeah. Yeah, interesting numbers, and I mean they were close. Throughout, like if you looked at total punches, um, yeah. If I go round by round, Usyk five three, Usyk ten seven, Usyk ten seven, uh, Usyk eight seven, Joshua sixteen 5- twelve, Joshua ten six, Joshua or Usyk twenty three ten, Usyk or uh, Joshua nineteen ten, Joshua eleven ten. Joshua, 18-13, then Usyk, 12-6, then Usyk, 29-9. So, I mean, Joshua even outlanded him in a few of those, you know, those last later rounds that went One, to One, two, three,
0: four, five rounds he outlanded him.
1: So um, Almost half. Yeah, so those are the punch. Pod- I actually – it's funny because we were, we were talking about possible collusion uh, on the scorecard. So, Josh, so Usyk wins by unanimous decision – uh, 117 112 116 112 and 115 113 the 117 112 was cuz one of the, judge, the the Ukrainian judge gave a 10 town round which i hate but uh, that's why that scorecard was the way it was after i actually went to, i went through uh, the three judges USA uh, there was a US a judge from the USA a judge from the UK and a judge from the Ukraine through three rounds uh, the USA the U.S. and the Ukraine, or the U.S. judge had it twenty nine twenty eight Usyk, the Ukrainian judge had it thirty twenty seven Usyk, and the U.K. judge had it twenty nine twenty eight Joshua. Oh my gosh! Through six, this 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 is the one where I'm like, you could tell that you know, it. Thank thank God they had a variety. Through six, the U.S.A. judge had a fifty seven all. Uh, the Ukrainian judge had it fifty seven all. And the Joshua judge or the UK judge had it 58, 56 Joshua, which through six I just I don't know how you could have Joshua winning that fight. No, um, it
0: was either tied or yeah. Usyk up up up. Well, I guess two, but
1: and then in the eighth it through eight, uh, it was the U S judge seventy six all, U K judge seventy seven seventy five Joshua, and then the Ukrainian judge had it seventy seven seventy six Usyk, uh. Yeah, so that, that was – yeah, thank God we got to where we got. On the two beers podcast uh, cards, we had it 117-111. So we were right there with the Ukrainian judge. We just didn't have that 10 – we didn't have a 10-10 round. Through three, I thought I thought it was very clear that Usyk won the first three rounds, if not the first four. So we had a 30-27 Usyk. Through six, we had a 58-56 Usyk through 8, 77, 75 Usyk, and then after 10, 97, 93 Usyk, just running away with the thing. So, uh, you know, there were a couple rounds that were, I think we had one or two swing rounds that could have went either way, but overall, uh, Alexander Usyk, just magnificent performance, you know, and again, I didn't think Joshua, I thought Joshua fought fine. I just, you know, the, again, you don't know how much of just Usyk's brilliance, uh, you know didn't allow joshua to do some of the things that he may have wanted to do
0: yeah and and i I wanted to get into that because like i saw several people saying like oh like what was you know what was joshua doing he was so bad um what was his game plan um and i saw i think even dan from CompuBox even said like question, like, oh, sometimes your heart's not in it anymore, and a, f- a bunch of people were saying, Joshua's heart's not in it, and I'm th- like, guys, hold on. Th- th- you're talking about a guy who is built on, again, being stoic, standing there, and being a calculated jabber with someone in the heavyweight division, where they stand there.
1: Yeah.
0: Usit Yous- came up as... And he's an exception to the rule. He's gonna. He's like. Think about the heavyweights that move like that. Like,
1: there's only one. Tyson Fury. T- in, today's,
0: in today's. And Fury, there's one. Yeah. There's Fury. And,
1: and Fury doesn't even move like that. Fury's like herky herky jerky. He's not. He's not even like the footwork, the moving that Usyk. He just is somebody who's lighter on their feet. Like even he's not yeah, um, on um, that um, level. I, 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 yeah.
0: Exactly. So Fury. Yeah. Yeah. There, like, yeah, there
1: like, is no there is no comp. Like there's no like, it's so hard to prepare to fight a guy like that because nobody nobody's able to do what he does.
0: Yeah, so um that's that's my point.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I got the only the only thing that I would have liked to have seen Joshua do more was just go for the body try to try to go for the body a little bit more.
0: Um so to your point about the rematch people are like oh well why do we need a rematch this and that and it's just like because he had never seen anybody like that before so when when he saw the actual movement on the side to side up down changing levels getting off the line changing angles well now he now he's ready for it so like why why would you question somebody that oh he doesn't really want it this and that and it's like no, that's a totally it's a totally different test that he didn't pass this time. Yeah, and and the other thing I wanted to bring up too is just like, okay, we we sit here and complain that these guys won't fight each other, but when one great fighter loses to another great fighter, we're just saying he's, like, supposed, uh, he's supposed
1: to be done. Yeah, like said, oh, no more chances. You're out.
0: <laughs> like why? Like why did? Uh, Oh, why, why, why didn't he do better? Oh, does he even want to be there? And it's like, he, it's a loss. Like it's sports. Like somebody wins and somebody loses. Like that's why they run it back all the time.
1: Yeah. You can't, you can't have it. Everybody wants it every way. Like they want the best to fight the best, but then, you know, it's, oh, and we said the first thing you would start to see when, whenever the, the other guy lost was that, oh, this guy's overrated, blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, man, like Josh was a good fighter. Like he just, again, he, he wasn't able. He wasn't able to uh, react and handle just the mental warfare and the movement that Usyk brought into the ring. Then I think it just, you know, and again, you're never. He's never seen something like that. And, and Tony Bellew, again, to his credit, people thought he was just, you know, being way over the top about how great Alexander is. No, man, this is a guy who's been in the ring with him firsthand and knows what it like. Knows what it's like to be in in a ring with that guy, and uh, you know. It, again just because you're the bigger guy doesn't mean you're just gonna win like it, it it's just a fact so yeah and, and and that's the point i wanted to make too these bigger guys aren't used to someone who can move
0: like that like this is what you see at like 147 yeah. or like 127 like 126 like like guys aren't don't do this at 220 pounds like yeah it's just an exceptional athlete yeah, it really is. And I mean the guy and it's
1: not like this guy's just a, a you know just a routine. He's not a 39-year-old Pulev, right, who was just a man who was a mandatory. This is a guy that's an Olympic gold medalist, uh you know, one of the best amateur fighters of all time, you know, cleaned out an entire division of cruiserweights when it was probably at its peak. And uh you know, a lot of people just based it, you know, they People don't understand the Chisora fight. Again, we talked about it last week. They thought that, the, oh, look what he did against Chizor. He looked terrible, this and that. It's like, all right, listen, he beat him by four rounds. Uh, and, you know, nobody knows. Maybe maybe he, wanted, maybe he wanted to feel heavyweight punches, and that's why he took some more shots. Like, he fought the Chisora fight. Like, basically, they just forgot about his entire career and said, oh, he had this one-off performance after being off uh, out of the ring for over a year due to COVID. Um, you know, empty arena... Just cleaning the wheels off. Oh, you know, this guy is just going to be a wash at heavyweight. And that wasn't the case. So, so Usyk wins. He's got three of the titles. Um, I think Joshua, I don't know if it's official or it was a scam account that I saw today. But Joshua is 100% exercising the rematch clause. He's got 30 days to do it. It's not even, uh, that's not even – that's not even – not even going to be debatable. He will do that. I'm a little annoyed that they're going to, that Hearn wants to fight in the UK. It's like, so again, (laughs) yeah, it's like, well, I I get it because they can make the most money like that. that, They sold it. They sold out a 70,000 seat arena, you know, um, in a day. Uh, but like it's almost like listen like w- Usyk six U's- U's had to go on the road you know seven to ten times in his in his in his career now to beat these guys and he just keeps doing it like can you get like can the guy fight closer to home at least once and he's gonna be the champion but uh, apparently they've got some uh some some middle uh Middle East uh offers so who knows maybe we'll get another Saudi Arabia fight and that'll be where those guys are so that'll probably be f- end of February end of March the uh the rematch and we'll see what happens uh you know we'll preview next week Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder three and we'll probably the road to undisputed will continue to have to wait because whoever wins that fight next week will probably have to fight Dillian White
0: yeah and as I told Drew I forgot to drop my the, my all-time line last week that Usyk's gonna beat uh, Joshua Fury's gonna be um I'm sorry, uh Wilder's Wilder. gonna beat Fury and then we're gonna get the fight nobody asked for Usyk versus uh Wilder. Who do you
1: think who who do you think wins that fight off the top off the off the cuff? Uh, uh
0: I don't want to say until I see what Wilder does against Fury. Yeah. Uh like it Alright, sneak sneak preview of, of next week. Uh I kind of wonder if I can believe my eyes when I see Wilder
1: doing all of this like he's the he's, m- movement he, and body work. He's like the Ben Simmons of uh, boxing right now. He's just posting just posting videos of things you've never seen him actually do in the ring. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's like <laughs> So if that's all true, then that's going to be intriguing with his power, but we'll I guess we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just curious off the cuff. Uh, I would probably take Usyk in that one off. Uh, just going in blind on it without seeing the fight next week. But uh, again, big shakeup in the heavyweight division. Big shakeup in our pound. Our pound for pound list. Um, I I posted this on uh, on the Twitter feed on Saturday. But my updated pound for pound now, uh, which we haven't done. I guess we haven't done this since the Josh Taylor fight. Uh, I've got at number ten. Tank Davis, I know a lot of people don't have Tank on the the pound for pound because of who he's been fighting, but yeah, I just the guy's been very hey, good. To, he to moved up weight.
0: to 140 and got Mario Barrios, so yeah. I, I give him credit. I mean, I mean, he's he's
1: he's he's doing what pound for pound is. He's moving around weight classes and he's beating guys and showing that his skill set translates. So, yeah, Tank's number ten for me. Uh, Tyson Fury comes in at nine. Uh, the podcast favorite, Vasily Lomachenko, at eight. Teofimo Lopez at seven. Josh Taylor at six Earl uh, Spence at five I got the monster in a way at number four Usyk now goes into number three for me uh I had him I had him at six prior to this Terence Crawford stays at two and Canelo canelo at one for now so we'll and Jay you had a, a pretty similar one to me right? I think you had two very guys similar. I, I,
0: it was a little bit shifted, but I would only say put Bud number one just because yeah of all the test pop crap with Canelo and yeah,
1: and I think you had Tank Tank at nine and Fury at ten.
0: That is that is correct on
1: your list. So, and so we'll see. Well, we got a lot of big fights coming up here. You know, we'll we'll probably we may have to. I doubt we'll have to reshuffle these after the Canelo fight. But if uh, if Bud the fight was officially signed and announced, uh, they had a little. Nice little, uh, not not face-off, but um, the two guys talked together for the first time on, on ESPN's Get Up This Morning. Showtime, Sean Porter, Terrence Bud Crawford, November 20th. It is officially on for the WBO uh, Welterweight Championship. Can't wait for that one. As, as I'm as so G- excited. Oh, God. It's dude, It's going to be so much fun. I'm I'm so tempted to go. I just. I uh, know
0: it's it's so cool. It's like two American dudes. And it's like mid- it's it's like
1: two of our favorite guys too. Two of
0: our favorite two, Midwest, both like just normal humble people. Like, I, I love it. I cannot wait. That, yeah. I'm so pumped for that. Yeah.
1: So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um. But yeah, if, you know, if one of those guys. I mean, I tell you what, if 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 Crawford. Yeah, you know, if Crawford does what I think he's going to do, I think he's going to cement himself at number one for a while on the pound for pound list. And let's say if, Par- if Porter beats him, I may even put Porter in my top ten man. Like to to go through the different fights that he has um, against the big the big names, and you know he hasn't. Yeah, he- I don't think he's lost unanimously to anybody at this point. Maybe one guy. So it's not like he's uh, in his losses. You know, there's. You know, it just depends on what everybody's looking for. So we'll see yeah. what happens, and I guess just real quick, as per our joke coming in here, the uh, the T-O, the Triller, Triller canceled the fight the fight that was rescheduled for the twelfth time, uh, Lopez cambosis for the uh, for the the 135 uh, lightweight championships got moved to October fourth. Uh, now they realized that they didn't want to go up against Monday Night Football, so it was on Tuesday the fifth. They, then, they didn't want to compete with Yankees-Red Sox. So then they moved it to the fourth, but they didn't realize that Monday Night Football was then, which makes no sense because Monday Night Football would have been there anyway. So, you know, again, I'm just assuming they let tickets drop and nobody was buying them because nobody gives a shit anymore about this fight, even though nobody really cared to begin with. So they want to move it to the 16th, the Barclays, because I don't even know what this versus thing is. I guess it's some music Thing I, I don't even know that Troller does. It's
0: like, like rap battles.
1: Sure. Uh, okay. So they wanted to move it to Barclays and have it intertwined with that thing, uh, but they needed sign off from uh, Lopez, Cambosis, Madison Square Garden had to let them out of the contract, and Barclays had to agree to it, and you know Lopez. they were team lopez they at wanted first. to put
0: it on with a versus battle
1: yeah like team lopez uh. at first they like at first they were like we're not moving the fight and then they decided to move the fight and his dad they didn't even he, triller didn't even talk to his management he just talked to they talked to his dad to get it done and his dad was quoted as saying uh monday would have killed us uh we would have been a laughing stock I, I don't know if anyone needs to let Uh, TOC you know like they're already a laughing stock over this like this this is the most comical thing on Twitter right now Uh, and Cambosis didn't sign and he uh, him and his legal team asked the the IBF to uh, claim Triller in default and uh, they're not gonna he's not gonna sign so it's gonna that fight won't happen it will now go to uh, and again there's an outside chance the IBF shocks everybody and says no you have to go fight or you're gonna lose your spot but I doubt it. Uh, the fight would then go to Eddie Hearn at Matchroom, and it would happen on uh, DAZN. Which, uh, to be able to put something together, I mean, as good as Eddie is at that, I, no way that fight happens by uh, November in, in
0: October. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I I I'd be shocked if it happened before the end of the year. Maybe it's like one of those like late December fights that they're gonna have cause cards.
0: Maybe they'll card, be, be the undercard for December 11
1: could be right how, how about how about what can you imagine if eddie can you imagine if eddie said they don't want it he doesn't want it and uh because i gotta i gotta imagine you can pull it and say no we're not interested anymore and then it falls to the top rank and then he goes you know what we're gonna put you on on december 11th as the undercard that'd be amazing <laughs> um but yeah i i imagine that uh it'll get done sometime in december under match room but today like today tough guy tio uh tweeted uh tweeted at cambosis saying he was a uh, calling him a hoe or some nonsense basically like, oh he's afraid to fight for his biggest payday it's like hey bro like this fight already got canceled twice because of you like it's it's just dumb like you're gonna try like are you, you think you're gonna you're gonna pressure this guy by sending him a tweet calling calling him a bad name like that's what's gonna get him to to sign to fight on the 16th it's a. Uh, it's just a shit show, so it's a, it's a shame. Uh, he was the hottest fighter in boxing over a year ago, and now, like everyone, people that you say his name, and everyone just laughs at them because of what's going on here. And I've given it more time than I wanted to, so we'll I, see. I
0: almost cut you off, but I was like, yeah, well,
1: and it's just funny. It's just fun to talk about, but uh, what do you call it? The, nothing, nothing this week. Uh, you know, next week's the big one. Fury Wilder three. We'll uh, we'll preview that. I'm I'm interested. I think we're both going to go the same way in that that one but i'll be curious to see if we change our minds before we get there yeah me too Uh, ah
0: okay take a little sip let's reset the batteries recharge the batteries reset the it's a
1: whole that's a whole different kettle of fish my friend
0: yeah a whole different kettle of fish um okay so uh let's just have our weekly check-in on baseball real quick yes sir um so milwaukee won the division st louis clinched wild card
1: 17 in a row
0: seven oh no they How? lost today they lost today they oh did lost. they oh yep. oh
1: wow um
0: so they're 88 and 70 but they they clinched um San Francisco and Dodgers clinched playoffs. Atlanta has not clinched over Philly yet.
1: Magic numbers too, though, because the Phillies lost again today to them. So. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Ah, uh, so sad, dude. So sad. Um,
0: in the AL, there's not a lot of clinching to be done so far. It's just um,
1: it's just a lot of a lot of jockeying between the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays right now.
0: Yep. Um. My my prediction of Yankees. Well Tampa,
1: Tampa, Chicago Tampa and Chicago have clinched. Yes. Right? My and prediction
0: so, of Yankees uh, Cardinals is still alive, so I'm I'm holding on to that.
1: Yeah. So we got Houston. Houston, I think they're magic numbers one, so they haven't officially clinched, but Seattle's four and a half back. I you know, I I don't see them see them catching uh you know they're playing. They have another game against Oakland, and then they finish up against the Angels.
0: Which, I guess Mitch Haniger for for Seattle has just been dropping bomb after bomb the past um, week. To, yeah,
1: to, to keep them alive. But it's they're It's just not going to happen. So Houston will probably take that and run away with it. And then it just depends on what happens here. Uh, I mean, the Yankees or the Blue Jays won tonight. Uh, one more game there between those two guys, and then the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays finish out against the Orioles, so they have three, three with the Orioles, and the Yankees, I believe, finish out with the Red Sox. No, the Yankees finish out with the Rays. So okay. right now the Yankees are up two games on Toronto, a game on Boston, and Boston has one more with the Orioles, and then they have three with the Nationals, which I guess that's a rain out. That's such a weird... It's weird to be ending it versus uh, a yeah. national league team. So, so we'll see. It's gonna it's gonna be exciting when we come who, down. Who
0: are you picking to finish out in the?
1: Uh... Um, I'm I'm gonna say Boston and Toronto just because they got the easier schedule. Wow. I think I mean the Yankees have more talent than both of those teams. I just you know I think. Uh, you know, you know, I'm not picking against my Rays to to not show up against the Yankees. So. Giancarlo
0: Stanton's been on fire.
1: He has, he has. What seemed as it, like what seemed like a joke with our our two guys winning these awards, uh, actually <laughs> actually is more plausible as we've hit now the end of uh, well, I mean the season.
0: Octani's by far and away. Oh there. yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's not that. Yeah, I'm just saying like. When and we start, Vlad
0: Guerrero Jr. would be yeah. next in line, but Stanton ended up having a good year, though he ended up yeah. having a good year. Yeah,
1: so instead of so Arizarena, so
0: yep, Arena is probably going to come in second on the uh, uh, AL um, Rookie of the Year, most likely.
1: Yeah, um, but, but uh, they're they're up seven nothing right now against Houston. God, I hope this team makes it back to the World Series. Yeah, they're fun. Gonna gonna make you eat some crow on that one. Hey, that's cool. Drew, Drew, do you realize they lost all their pitching and all of their players? Mark it down, buddy. Enchantress. Enchantress. Ah, oh, so that's good. That's how I'm getting out of that one. So good. Uh, yeah. So we we'll, next week. We're we'll probably we're gonna once everything's set, which it should be by the time we record next week. We'll go through kind of what our predictions were at the beginning of the year. And where we where we ended up, and our uh, we'll recalibrate here for the playoffs and do a little, little more baseball.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I think which leads us to the pit stop. I would agree. Um, let me pull up my notes, and I think we can get back to the the Minute Man.
1: The Goffman? Should we call that the Goffman? The Goffman? The Gofman? I mean,
0: That's pretty extended time for him.
1: True. Fair enough. All right, you let me know. In five, four, three,
0: two, go. Last week was Las Vegas, the first race all year where I didn't even watch any of the race. I was just too busy. Uh, Based on the stats, it looked like it was a pretty boring race with Denny Hamlin running away with it. This week, we're at Talladega. In case you're wondering, it's in Alabama. It is definitely on my sports venue bucket list. Uh, Super Speedway, it's a big track. Fastest speeds, biggest wrecks. We are going with Denny Hamlin, again, plus 800. He's the favorite. Ryan Blaney, plus 1,100. Kozlowski, plus 1,400. We're going to pick a long shot as our fourth. Ryan Newman, plus 4,000. That's 40 to 1 for you out there. Um, Just because crazy stuff happens with those wrecks. Ryan Newman was in a terrible wreck a year or two ago, and I think he he usually sneaks up in one of these super speedway races. So that's where that's where we're gonna end it.
1: Just turn up Talladega,
0: Talladega, born and raised on.
1: It's a good one. Rolling, rolling in the pit stop.
0: Yep, love it. So we will see this race and one more race, and then it's a cutoff again.
1: Oh, love the cutoff! It's where where, where the men become or the boys become men. Yes, sir. All right, next
0: up is our NFL guillotine. Pick a pick a pick a pick a pick a
1: still alive, still alive.
0: Funny enough, even though we did come in like third. Uh, everyone passed other than some guy who didn't p- put his, give his picks to the commissioner. So everyone who submitted picks got an auto pass
1: was, which was lovely too bad, to that, too bad, too, bad. Too, too, too bad. we're not getting an auto pass this week. Whew. Tough yeah. games, tough games. Yeah. Uh, let's start it off. Number 16. We're going Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tommy, Tommy TB 12. Uh, Give him, only given New England six and a half, I get it's on the road. I'm shocked the spread's this low. New England has not looked good at all this season. Even the one game they won was uh, a
0: bunch of field goals.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I think Tampa's going to bounce back. Uh, rough game against the Rams on the road last week. I think you know Brady, I, I, I know there's always going to be the mutual respect between him and Belichick but brady brady's definitely had some built up animosity ever since the whole jimmy g uh uh you know issue that they had there. So I I imagine a huge brady game uh hoping a huge brady evans game for selfish fantasy reasons and they they're going to come in and cover. Um this is what I'm going to say. Say uh, it.
0: You know this is this is going to be like a brady homecoming and gronk homecoming. And I think that Brady's gonna want to try and make New England look like a high school homecoming team, is what I think. So I think uh, that's why at six and a half,
1: we're gonna be all over that. Love it. Number fifteen, the Kansas City Chiefs, whew, who easily could be zero three right now. They're given six and a half to the Eagles, who looked, at, speaking of looking like a high school football team, that's what they looked like against the Cowboys on Monday night. Uh, we're gonna take Kansas City on this one. But uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, I uh, if you listen to our go for two, he just doesn't seem to be able to read a defense. He looks for his first option and then just tucks the ball and tries to run. Uh, I, I can't see at home how Kansas City – oh, no, sorry, they're on the road. But I just – I can't see how Kansas City it's doesn't It's in Philly.
0: Uh, uh, they should win uh,
1: by two touchdowns. Uh, if, if, they don't, if they don't, then Kansas City definitely is not making a, a deep run this year.
0: Yeah, I, I was just always – surprised that Jalen Hurts got crowned like this great quarterback when he had, like, three starts. Like, like he didn't even have as many starts yeah. as, like, Matt Schaub.
1: It's because he had some electric plays. They beat the Saints without Drew Brees, mind you, uh, and that when the team was, like, dead in the water and they got a little bit of buzz, and then they lost to the Cardinals, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't move the ball in the fourth quarter. Uh, then they played Dallas, who had historically one of the worst defenses of all time last year, and he couldn't score or move the football against them. And then he couldn't do it against Washington. Uh, You know, I I don't understand. But, you know, anyway, uh, we got Kansas City there. Uh, 14, Seattle-San Fran. It's in San Fran. Uh, Seattle's getting, getting three and a half. We took Seattle here. I think, you know, for me, it was these ga- these division games between the AFC West and Jen in general, they're always close. Give me the points. San Fran's coming off a tough loss to Green Bay where they go down. Jimmy G leads what they think is going to be a game-winning drive. 37 seconds left, and Aaron Rodgers just, you know, as he does – just, you know, went down the field, picked, you know, picked them apart with a couple plays and they kicked the game winning field goal. Uh, I just, I just think that's going to be a field goal game. So, so give me, give me the three and a half. Agreed. Exactly what you said. Beautiful, beautiful. It's brilliant. Uh, 13, we're taking crab legs, Jameis Winston. He's given seven and a half to the giants. Uh, it's in new Orleans. This is their first game back in the dome. Uh, the, the Giants just stink. I don't think there's any other way to say it. Uh, Saquon looks like he's you know he's he's getting stronger each week, which you know everybody everybody just expects everyone to be Adrian Peterson coming off of ACLs now that they're just gonna magically be great uh, the, the following year. That just isn't how it works. It's gonna take some time, but they just stink. Uh, there's no other way to put it. They're gonna hit some kind of
0: stride at some point in the season where they start to look more competent, it's not going to be in the dome against Alvin Kamara. Agreed.
1: Agreed. Uh, coming in at 12, we're taking the Cowboys. Uh, they're giving four and a half at home to Carolina. This is really no Christian McCaffrey. He is 60% of their offense. Dallas's defense looks very frisky, very fast this year, very improved, and they probably they have one of the best offenses in football. Uh, if they they have to cover four and a half at home, they have to. Um,
0: yeah, this was one we diverged on, but as you threw the numbers out there, about 60% of the offense and everything, you kind of converted me. So
1: Yeah, and I mean, once McCaffrey went out, I mean, they, they didn't look great against Houston, who isn't very good. I get it, right? You're playing on the fly. But I just I I just don't see how Dallas can't cover four and a half points against Carolina. Um, Number (sighs) eleven, the Vikings. Strange team they always are, mainly just because of Kirk Cousins at this point. They're at home playing Cleveland, who's you know everyone everyone loves the Browns now. All of a sudden, but we're going to take the point and a half. We're going to take the home dog. I just think Cleveland's. Cleveland's gonna start out kind of at a, as a 500 team through the first few weeks here, and have some ups and some downs. And I think this is a perfect spot where they're going in there against a team they should beat, and they're gonna have a letdown game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does feel like a letdown game for Cleveland. Um, that's just kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm with you.
1: Number 10, we're getting Can a little. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry,
0: sorry. I did want to drop one thing on Kirk Cousins, though. Drop I'm it. it up here. Drop it. Drop it. Drop um, it. Because Drop it like it's hot.
1: Drop it like it's hot.
0: Nobody believes in Kirk Cousins, right?
1: With for good reason, sure.
0: He is the number five QB in fantasy so far this year.
1: Cool, that's good for fantasy owners for him. Not necessarily his actual team he plays for, but okay, sweet. Sweet. Uh, All right, man. Number ten. We're putting it on the Lions, which you know, I know that's that's kind of dicey, but. They're getting three and a half. They're they're on the road against Chicago, but Chicago. Wait a minute.
0: Don't... The Lions are getting three and a half. Or yeah. They have to... No, we're they... getting three and a half. The Did Lions. I... Yes, we're are Chicago's getting... favored. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, we're we're taking we're taking Detroit. They've played a couple close games this year. Uh, I mean, Green Bay in the rain in in uh, in Lambeau was the one exception. Uh, great Chicago just doesn't look like they know what they're doing with Fields. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know offensively what the game plan is. Last week it just didn't look like they, they, they looked like a team that didn't, didn't know they had a week to prepare with a different quarterback, but they did. So I, I don't know. I'm just give me the points in that division game.
0: Yeah, I just can't believe Detroit's getting points in that game. It's like, yeah, Chicago is like. Yeah, like you said, it's like they didn't know what to do with Fields. Well, it's
1: because they're, they're they're on the road, so they figure it's a pick'em game. So they're you know the home team's going to get the three and a half, or going to give the three and a half.
0: Yeah, I guess that's it. But yeah. I mean, it's like Goff looks very com- competent, and sh- like Allen Robinson is a guy's ghost a Super right Bowl
1: now. quarterback. He's very competent.
0: Um, and Allen Robinson's a ghost right now because his quarterback play has been terrible. So. Terrible.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Number nine, uh, we're taking Denver at home. They're giving a point and a half to Baltimore. Baltimore's just looks so shaky. Uh, I, I know that we know they had the big win against Kansas City in Week Two, but even that, they just, you know, Kansas City just took the foot off the gas. Joe, you, you, I think you convinced me with one sentence on this one to to go ahead and ride ride with uh, with uh, with Teddy two gloves. Go ahead.
0: Lamar Jackson just isn't good.
1: <laughs> he's just not. He's
0: like he's just overthrowing receivers. He's 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 running. I mean, he can outrun anybody, but like they've kind of like he's been bottled up, and so you're talking about a team that one by one against Kansas City, they kicked a 66-yard hail mary field that goal that they
1: they shouldn't even have. They should have had to kick a seventy six yard field goal because the the delay game that somehow was missed
0: my um well, isn't it a delay game five yards uh, five yards sorry, 70, 71 yards sorry seventy one
1: yards sorry seventy one yards yeah sorry.
0: so my my thing is again, teams that are coming off nail biting victories they usually have down down weeks, so uh, that's why I'm like, mm, let's go Denver
1: uh I'm with you. In Teddy Two Gloves, we trust. Yes, that's basically how we're rolling that one. Uh, number eight, we're gonna take Tennessee. Uh, this is one we went a little bit different. They're giving seven and a half to the Jets on the road. I, I just the Jets just stink. Uh, they the will uh, they're not doing Wilson any favors. He just doesn't look like he's ready to be out there. That's the kind of situation where maybe they should have had a gone with a. You know, a stopgap QB for a few games um, to start. I-, I just think Tennessee that they-, they should win by ten points.
0: Yeah, Tennessee just scares me a little bit.
1: Not not the ideal team to have to be given a touchdown uh, on the spread, but I-, I just think the Jets are. That yeah, bad. I
0: don't know that their de- their defense is particularly great. Um, I don't like their offense is down receivers. Um. Like, they're going to have to pound Henry. The one thing I brought up to Drew is the Jets, even though they lost, they only let up two touchdowns, even though they lost by, like, 27 or something, which is kind of strange. So I am definitely not a believer in the Jets' offense. The defense, meh, they're a little bit – they're a little bit – can show up uh, somewhat. Uh, Either way, I had this game ranked as a one, and Drew was pretty confident in Tennessee, so that's why we went with Tennessee at – what are we at, 87? seven?
1: Uh, at eight, and again, it's more. I'm just that confident that the Jets stink, yeah, than anything else. Uh, seven, we disagreed too, and I, 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 just, I'm sure this will happen now because everybody seems to disagree with me except for the Sharks. Uh, we took the Chargers; they're giving four and a half at home to Vegas. Like we're talking about Baltimore kind of stumbling into wins. I mean, the Raiders have stumbled into all three of their wins at this point. And the Chargers are hot. I, I I get it was a big win against Kansas City, and I know your, I know your take when you come off a big win. You're due for a letdown, but I mean they've. It's not like it was their first win. Like they easily could be three and zero. They got absolutely jobbed in the Dallas game on that ridiculous uh, sack call that was uh, um, called against Herbert. I I just think they're gonna keep firing away, and I don't I don't know how the Raiders keep up with them.
0: Um my thing was uh, my only thing was is that it's a division game and both of those teams tend to play close games so that's why I wanted the team with the points gotcha. um, but i i think it's going to be a coin flip who wins that game um, like you uh, it could be a potential for a shootout but the thing that you said that stuck with me is like you just think the chargers are actually good and if the what if what if the chargers are just actually good like then then they could easily win by oh four, yeah i we
1: we we brought them up in the in the in the Gopher two like we we thought the Chargers were going to be very competitive this year. Yeah, I, you know I I like what they well, have. I, I
0: even I, said the Raiders were going to be competitive. Yeah, they they were plus two thousand to win a division, and I was like, well, that's ridiculous. Like they have just as easy as a chance as the Chargers or the Broncos to win the division.
1: Yeah, I just I like I like the I I, I like the Chargers talent the last couple of years and. You know, they got hurt, and Herbert, you know, as long as Herbert continued to develop, I thought they had a really, really good shot here. So, I, uh, I, I like him. I'm sure somehow that's going to bite me in the ass. But <laughs> I just, after after last week when they choked away the game to Miami, I mean, they won, but they didn't cover. They'll, like, come out and win by, like, two touchdowns against the Chargers. But, anyway, uh, coming in at six, uh, we're taking Green Bay at home versus Pittsburgh. They're giving Pittsburgh six and a half. Another one we disagreed on. I just think Pittsburgh doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, they got a lot of injuries, and Green Bay has looked very sharp the last two weeks.
0: Um, I think that Green Bay needed a last-second field goal to win. I think if the Steelers get a couple of their defensive guys back, that they could get after Aaron Rodgers and keep it to a field goal. I had Pittsburgh, but, it's, you know, whatever. Green Bay's fine. That's why we put it down at six or five or whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, At actual five, uh, we're taking the Jags, getting seven and a half to Cincinnati in Cincinnati. This was just, it was too many points not to take, take Jacksonville for two teams that are kind of up and down.
0: Yeah. um, uh, The the same question. What if Cincy's actually good, but um, it's a Thursday night game and I don't expect either team to be on their P's and Q's. So, for seven and a half, to me, it's a coin flip. That's why it's number five. We both had Jacksonville. Jacksonville's both, been
1: playing everybody close.
0: Yeah, we had Jacksonville. We had we had the the points low, so that's where we ended up with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, number four, uh, we're taking we're 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 sticking with those Redskins. Uh, we're taking the Redskins over Atlanta. They're given a point and a half on the road. I'll I'll let you go on this one.
0: I just don't think Atlanta's good. Um, and, and I, and again, I'm going with my whole letdown thing. I, I like, I understand if you're a good team, like you said, with the chargers and like, Hey, they're actually good. Like they can win a game and then go win another one. I don't have any faith that Atlanta could like kick a game winning field goal over a bad team and then come beat another team. Like, I just don't.
1: Another, another bad team.
0: Yeah. Okay. And like, I just feel like Washington's due just to like put it together a little bit for a game. <laughs> And yeah. like, like, even though they got the the doors blown off up in Buffalo, it's like, okay, guys, like you got Scary Terry, you got Antonio Gibson, like, can, can you beat Atlanta? Like, I, I don't know. That's I, I just kind of went with Washington.
1: Yeah, that's that's what a lot of these get a lot of these get funny when we're going through it on the phone together before we submit them because we're very different. We're we're very different on some teams that we just believe just stink and some that don't. And like Wash Washington's one that every week I want to pick against them because in our
0: well, you Army- convinced me on Washington. <laughs> I I'm no longer a believer in Washington, but they like stink.
1: Oh, they just at
0: stink. the same. But I'm not a believer in Atlanta. Like agreed. Cord- no, like Cordero Patterson is like their primary weapon right now
1: every we were I was, I was i was i was i i i laughed at matt berry cuz he stalled my line i was 8 years too early on patterson uh, <laughs> um all right number 3 this is going to be a great game i think arizona the rams uh again we disagreed on this one i just think the rams have looked completely unstoppable um high power offense stafford's played really well he hasn't turned the ball over and that defense is just just big time again i I will talk about my man crush on Aaron Donald every week of the podcast for the next 16 weeks of the season. I just, I think, and I like, I really like Arizona. I picked them to make the playoffs. I think they're fun. I think, I think when they go up against a team like this, though, this is where, um, you know, you're going to see Kyler Murray, who's basically a video game, make mistakes make turnovers and it's going to be harder for them uh to cover some of the spreads or or win the game. That's just my that that's where my head was with the Rams.
0: Um my head And their ho- and their home. Yeah, my head was division game uh both two high powered offenses, they're just going to go back and forth back and forth. Yeah. And it's going to be like a field goal game. That was, and you're not
1: uh, you're 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 not as high on the Rams as I am.
0: Well, they're starting to prove me wrong, so They've been they've been awesome. So,
1: is it fair to say you might fold on that take? Wink, mm. wink, sneak preview. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, number two, uh, we're go- we're going Miami over the Colts. Uh, the Colts are getting two and a half. It's in Miami. Uh, we thought the Colts would start out slow. This would put them at zero and four. Uh, who knows at this point? Brissett looked okay against. Uh, against the Ra- against the Raiders he rallied in the second half that's why it's a two because both these teams are not very good
0: yeah they're they both playing poorly right now and um i think you had indy at first i had miami but like
1: i i did just because i just i i just think it's crazy that they're gonna go that they would start the season zero and four but looks like that might happen
0: yeah who knows
1: so it's kind of crazy you know <laughs> I just knows. saw I, I just saw today the Eagles could end up with three top 10 picks based on trades last year <laughs> they, they get Miami's pick they get Miami's picks <laughs> the Colts pick and their pick and all three they may get three top teners, which is wow. just insane um Deshaun talk, Watson. talk about trust
0: the process bro
1: Desha- yeah right uh Deshaun Watson will be there in no time uh and number one uh Houston and Buffalo in Buffalo. Buffalo's given 17.5 points. J.O. was on the Buffalo train. I went Houston. We, we flipped a coin and went Houston. It's just so many points. Like, it's hard. Like, when we, when we look at some of these spreads, like, very rarely do teams really win by three or four touchdowns. Like, that they don't let up in garbage time. I, I think the Bills at one point in this game might – be up by three or four touchdowns but at some point you're gonna you're gonna you know you're not gonna risk uh josh allen and some of your guys and garbage time takes over and i just i i just don't 17 and a half is just so many
0: that's fine uh it's it's a it's a huge spread
1: yeah we just on a couple of these we literally just flipped a coin and said let's just flip it and see where see where the cards lie yeah so that's the gate team. We'll keep every posted. Like I said, we've been the first week we were in the top eight, uh, or top nine, I think, uh, last two weeks that we've been in the top three of the points. Not that that matters because it's not a cumulative basis, but you know, our, at least our strategy seems to be working, yes. uh, for the most part. So let's hope, let's hope it lasts another week. I know everybody loves hearing us go through all 16 games and what our quick takes are and why we think what's what. And, uh, you know that just means uh, if we're finishing in the top eight or the top three, we must be picking like eighty percent something winners.
0: Good, good point. I like it. Thank you, thank you, sir. Um, you know what we have not been doing good at? DraftKings. Uh, the DraftKings draft, draft lineups.
1: DraftKings. My my inexperience is showing.
0: Yeah, and just me sucking is showing. Um the eagles let me down on monday night we we needed like 50 they let they let everybody down yeah yeah so um without rehashing last week getting into this week i i tweaked this slightly on you did i did i send you the updated lineup you did not okay
1: go just go through it baby
0: so all right i'll I'll go through the lineup i have now and then we'll go through the tweaks um tb12 quarterback 7200 he's like the third or fourth most expensive okay Uh, but again on sunday night i think he's going to want to put on a show um after that i went a lot of like rams arizona heavy because i just think that's going to be an arcade game chase edmonds 5500 one of the lower end rbs but again he's
1: putting he's putting up he's putting up points each week just in the uh in the ppr game exactly putting up medium amount of points
0: I, th- I think he could you know pop a little bit this week pop pop um, pop zach moss 5300 um he looked pretty good last week and again if buffalo ends up having a big week without by a lot they could get some more zach moss usage there um wide receiver Devonte adams 7900 um, I think this at home, he tends to do well. Um, Pittsburgh defenses, I don't know if they're going to get healthy or not. And they usually have trouble matching up against number one. So, uh, went, went with Devonte Adams there. He was the second or third most expensive receiver. Um, one with another expensive receiver, 7,800 Cooper cup. Again, one to stick on that. It's arizona and rams train cooper cup is i think the number one wide receiver in fantasy right now oh he's, he's um, been insane so I, I again i just think that game is an arcade game um which leads me to my third wide receiver 5300 christian kirk uh two out of three weeks have been really good for him and again i, th- I just think this game's back and forth so uh, i think he has a chance to, to have a blow up game there um tight end Went with your boy Noah Fant, um, yeah, or Font or Fant or whatever. Uh, at home versus Baltimore, Baltimore is the worst defense against the tight against tight ends. So for forty-three hundred, which is was probably like eight or ten down the board, um, I I went with Noah Fa- Noah Font. Um, and this is where where I jiggered it here, Drew. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on this. In the flex wide receiver for the Rams, thirty nine hundred Van Jefferson Jr. What I don't know. What do you think about that? So and just to close it out, I have the the Lions defense um, against Chicago for twenty two hundred extreme like the third cheapest defense. Um, so we we originally I had uh, Matt Stafford in there as um quarterback and i don't think i had cooper cup i think i had um no
1: you had cup in there
0: oh did i okay so i took out i put in brady for stafford and then the flex i had who did i have in the flex before that i sent you
1: uh 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 uh, below hunter renfro hunter renfro
0: hunter renfro yeah so it's it it's uh cause Stafford's a little bit cheaper. So do we want to go Renfro um Stafford nah. or do we want to go Brady Van Jefferson?
1: Let's go Brady. Let's go T B twelve. He's gonna have a big week.
0: Okay. There it is. Let's do it. We are looking for our first win.
1: Yes, come on.
0: In DraftKings. We keep doing five dollar head to head. And we keep losing. <sighs> oh, I hear that pour. That sounds luscious. Ugh. Yeah, baby. Okay, let's do the parlay, and then I could crack beer, too. Just
1: guzzling this stuff. Ooh, it's, it's kicking in today.
0: Good. Ugh. Um. All right. Parlay, 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 parlay. Who do you got?
1: Taking TB12, baby. God, we got a lot riding on this guy this week. Uh, The spread is seven currently, so I'm assuming that's where we're going to get it. Uh, I still think they win that going away. Well,
0: that's what I was gonna pick.
1: Oh, guess you should have said it first, bitch.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, hmm. Um, I guess. Oh man, I gotta go on the fly here. All right, here. it's where you do
1: your best work.
0: Here's what's catching my eye. We can go back to the Chanticleers wagon. 34 and a half points. They actually, they, they covered last week. Oh, we lost the parlay last week. We both lost. Uh, Oregon did not cover. And every other team that had a big spread easily covered. The Chanticleers won by 50. Pitt won by 70. Uh, Georgia won by like 60. It, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, but the team I picked did not cover. Um and then you had you had the raiders who collapsed.
1: Yes, they were winning the entire second half by 11 and shat the bed.
0: Um I was thinking about Alabama minus 14 and a half. Do it. But they but they're at home versus number 12 ranked Old Miss, so I don't know. The other thing I'm thinking about is um maybe the Saints. What do
1: you think, Drew? I probably like Alabama more than I like the Saints. How about the Vikings? <laughs> it's your pick, bro. You do what you got to do.
0: Alabama it is. All right. It's
1: your pick. Do what you want to do.
0: All right. Bama at home, 14 and a half. Um, and then you that's Saturday at – where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Saturday. Is it a noon game? It is – 330. Nice. The over-under in that game is 79.5. Which begs the question, what's the over-under in the Cardinals game? 55? Can I go over in that game?
1: Go, dude, it's your pick. You do what you want. Are we allowed here.
0: to do that? Do whatever you want. Okay, over in the Cardinals and the Rams. You 50. deserve it
1: for all your hard over
0: work. Over 55. Let's do that. Yes. Over. That okay. sounds like, that sounds like a, a value menu. Over 55. <laughs> and then you got T B twelve. Boom. Yep. Alright, that's God, the parlay. Gotta do it. That's in fact I like it so much we're we're upping our bet to ten bucks. That's how confident I am in it. I love it. Um okay, finally, done with beer one. On to beer two. Assume positions. Another bottle. Mystery bottle. Ready. Three, two, one. Ah, okay. Getting handsy over there.
1: Sure am. That's
0: what I do best. Drew. For you, sir, I have another one of these pumpkin beers that I had oh, before. Oh
1: yes, yes, yes. Whole,
0: Hogue. whole hog, it. whole hog, whole hog. Do it. Pumpkin ale. This this is the one that has more spice than pumpkin though. Mmm. Um, are you still you? Um, you're still guzzling those southern tears, right?
1: Uh, I actually popped a uh, a Nugget Nectar here for beer too. Get out! You still have Nugget Nectars laying around? I bought three cases of it, man. Oh my gosh, that's I'm insane. not I'm not a, I'm not a degenerate drinker like you are, man. I don't I don't just go through these like every week.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: that's insane! Yes. I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you. That's what I hear all the time. But I'm um,
0: Okay, so beer two. Woof! First thing we decided to do. It's a top five battle.
1: <Zuriness>
0: so all my kids got sick this week, and they so did. I I didn't have a ton of time, and I was like, all right, what can we do? And we landed on cent- in honor of Usix upset, why don't we do a top five of, like, upset slash underdogs in, like, shows and movies?
1: Correct. With the caveat, two caveats. One. Oh, Drew, you know what I just
0: thought of? Ryder Cup. You broke, we, for, you, we, we forgot to talk Ryder Cup again. It's uh, all right. Everybody it, every, everybody else everyone, every, only, everyone saw it. That's okay. The only
1: things to note about the Ryder Cup is, one, Justin Thomas wearing the Step Brothers t-shirt of Bryson and... Uh, Kepka afterwards, and is it Justin Thomas with the cigar the cigar picture that's gone viral?
0: Uh, Shoffley Xander Shoffley, Shoffley. yeah, yeah.
1: Those are the only two things you need to know about the Ryder Cup, and the (laughs) and USA won. That's it.
0: Hammered him. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Let's move on.
1: I was gonna say the two caveats to this top five list were one, it couldn't be based on a true story. So, mirror like a a movie like Miracle is out. Team USA winning the nineteen eighty. Uh, you know gold that's that that uh, anything like that couldn't count and it the un, it, it actually had to be an upset and the underdog had to actually win so my the first thing that came to mind a, a terribly underrated movie i don't know why people shit on this movie uh the minnesota twins in little big league getting uh getting their i love that movie get people hate that movie i don't know why i thought it was why? great it's so i, good. I don't know I mean, Ken Griffey Jr. is in that freaking movie, for God's sakes. So, uh, Bowser, that's uh, so good. But they, they didn't win, so they don't count. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think this is my greatest top five list ever. Uh, so, I, I, told, I told you the other day, after I only had two of these, you could just tap out if you wanted and not even read your list. But I'm kind of curious. I'm going to do... Let's... We'll alternate, but let's let's, let's let, do honorable let's, mentions at the end because I have so many. Oh, oh, okay. All right, I,
0: I, I have so many honorable mentions. All it right. it, it was hard for me to whittle down.
1: You start. What's your number five?
0: All right, number five went with Karate Kid. Um, Daniel Larusso over Johnny Lawrence, uh, in with the with an injured leg at the All Valley while Cobra Kai was cheating. I, I I went with that.
1: Solid. Solid. Uh my number five, Mitch McDermott, the pride of Chesterfield, New York, uh takes takes out Johnny Chan, ten time World Series of Poker champion in Atlantic City, takes him out of the game. It's my number five biggest upsets of all time. Was that in what movie was that in? Rounders.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So like the side scene from Rounders.
1: Oh yeah, uh, this we told you this this could be anything. We had very loose definitions on the biggest upsets in these movies.
0: So like when he's watching TV and he sees that he beats that game.
1: And, and he beats Johnny Mitch McDermott. He beat Johnny Tran. He took him out of the table. Took him out of the game. So you didn't even go with. I didn't even need, no. Kenny Matt KG, Damon taking yeah. out
0: Teddy KGB. No,
1: Kenny KGB. You don't even know how good of a card player he was. People played against him were just Pretty terrified. Pretty good, apparently. People, people were just terrified he was going to cut your fingers off after the game if you beat him with his Oreos. Johnny yeah, Ch- and Matt Johnny, Damon
0: went in there and beat him. Like Johnny,
1: Johnny Chan was a 10-times World Series of Poker legend, and McDermott from Chesterfield, New York, took him out with rags. Right. He had All rags, right. and he took him out. All right. Um,
0: my number four... And, um, I'm not even sure if this a hundred percent qualifies, but, um, I'll go with Hoosiers. Now oh. I, it, it is loosely based on a true story. I, not, it, ca- it counts. Um, went with Hoosiers, Hickory versus South Bend. Um, you know, it's, I, I love five passes, five passes. Four. Four. And then, uh, and then it's the whole, uh, they get to, they get to, um, the arena and it's, how tall is that rim? Ten feet. Ten feet, huh? Just like an our gym. Yeah. So went, went with I, uh,
1: I had that as an honorable mention, and the reason it didn't make my top five was because I basically said they had the best player in the country on their t- in the in the state on their team, and they had a former Division One college coach. So not as big of an upset to me.
0: I mean, they were prohibitive. Underdog versus, versus South Bend. It's,
1: I don't. I don't disagree. I'm just saying. For me, that's, that's why, why I didn't I, crack the. Top that's why top I didn't gotcha. crack my top five because J- Jimmy's the best player in the state. Gotcha. Okay. So, my number five. Uh, number four. Number four. My number four. Uh, Gloria Clemente, a former disco queen, rolls onto the Jeopardy set and ro- and rocks. An English professor with a PhD. And a rocket scientist from from Spokane, by the way, and a rocket scientist from Pasadena, California. White man can't jump.
0: Not bad, not bad. I um, it's not bad. I mean, she was pretty pretty smart. So I mean, like she, that's not, that's not like a fluke or anything. But
1: I mean, she was a former disco queen.
0: Yeah, uh, but she also was. And she al- always and she, had her head in a book.
1: And she whooped. She whooped the rocket scientist's ass.
0: Good, sweet, uh, good one. I like I like you going outside the box.
1: I'm. Um, uh, they're all well. Wow, well, I got I got one. Uh, I got one standard because I had to.
0: But number three, Mighty Ducks, District Five versus the Hawks. They were a ragtag group. They didn't even have the right equipment. I mean, friggin' Bombay was doing it out of uh, his community service for his DUI. Oh yeah. Went went with Mighty Ducks.
1: Yeah, I because of my hatred for Charlie Conway, it could not make my list. <laughs> so, what a what a chump. And he he's not he's he, Con- Conway's too cool to even be in the reunion show for God's sakes. What a pr- what a what a prima donna that guy turned out to be. Um, my number 3, G-Baby and the Cucumbas, uh, beating the Boois in the Chicago Under 12 Little League semi-semifinals from the movie Hardball. Uh, G-Baby with that unlikely uh what? Are you kidding me? You, know, you ever seen Hardball? I don't think with Keanu Reeves. Oh, don't do it. You'll 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 cry your eyes out at night. What? You ever seen Hardball? What? This is your okay. okay this is go amazing. Ahead. This is amazing. Yeah, man. G baby, little little five five, probably not even five feet. Probably four foot eight. He was only like seven year old seven years old playing on the twelve year old team. Just gets a little little tap single game winning game winning uh, hit. Big time, big time underdog story there.
0: Um my number two, specifically Rocky four.
1: Oh, okay. You want four.
0: So Rocky one wouldn't qualify because he didn't win. Correct. Rocky two, he already took him the distance. He's not that big of an underdog at that point.
1: I like I like the way you're doing this here. I like Rocky three, Clubber Lang, meh. But Rocky four
0: Ivan Drago just killed his bestie in the ring. He is clearly he it's in Russia. Right. And he they show him shooting up with needles while Rocky's is out there like lifting dead tree limbs like mm-hmm. clearly an underdog. And it. there he is taking out Ivan Drago in in Russia and ending the Cold War simultaneously.
1: While Drago landed 97% of his power punches. Yeah. So I like it. I like it. Uh, my number two. I I did have Rocky beating Apollo Creed in Rocky two. I just a, Creed Creed was arguably the greatest uh, greatest and most skilled heavyweight champion of all time, and Rocky just beat him. Beating he switched and he didn't he didn't he wouldn't even switch to southpaw. He did it righty. Did it orthodox. No yeah, tricks. Yeah, I just I didn't no think tricks, it was, Mick.
0: I didn't think it was as big of an upset when it was the second fight.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: I, the first fight was clearly a big upset.
1: I love it. All right. What's your number one, bro? <clears throat> all
0: right. My number one. And I don't know how this could be topped at all. Oh, um, wait till I get you. Luke Skywalker. Oh. Coming in on um, the episode four and basically learning uh, force powers in about four days. And then... Uh, outmaneuvering an air battle with Darth Vader of all people and somehow uh, hitting a a little space about the size of a womp rat to blow up the entire Death Star. Uh, So uh, that that was my number one underdog upset special. Uh, There's just, that was the biggest of long shots. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, he's. I guess he's number two in the power rankings of the Jedi, which just continue. The more and more I rewatch this, this saga of Star Wars, the more and more overrated the Jedi become. Um, that's a good one. That's solid. Who's I was, number two amongst the Jedi? I was Luke Skywalker.
0: Okay. I think that's debatable. I don't. Maybe, maybe eventually. No. But, but like, he, was, no. he learned Force powers in, like, four days.
1: No. He's number... Obi Wan Kenobi is the number one power ranked Jedi. I don't I don't know how you could argue that. He's the only guy that didn't fuck up and didn't 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 uh, get overpowered by uh like droids that can't not droids uh soldiers that can't even hit 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 or aim and hit you. How about Yoda? Mode. Uh, even Yoda even Yoda got his ass whooped by Palpatine. Um, and couldn't even and Yoda who's supposed to be the most powerful Jedi ever couldn't uh. Didn't even know there was a Sith like the the, the Sith with the Sith Lord was like ten feet from him the first three movies and he had no clue.
0: Man, you are.
1: I'm just saying. You say, are. You want to? You want to? Do you want to? You're, you're, un,
0: you're undoing all the goodwill. that Should you've we? Had.
1: Should we replay the movies? Should we? Am I wrong? Did it happen? Am I wrong?
0: Uh, you're, you if you think Luke is the number two Jedi.
1: How Obi Wan Kenobi, not the number one. Gen- at I, I that could-
0: point, at, at at the end of the first, mo- at the end of Episode Four.
1: Well, it depends on. Okay, are we saying because that is that saying that four came first, or are we saying one? Are we actually counting episodes one through three?
0: What's it matter? Because Luke, Luke. Because o- it was does only- matter.
1: Because Kenobi, Kenobi, basically destroyed Darth Vader and just didn't. Uh, he showed him mercy and didn't completely do him. That's him. fine,
0: but. Luke was still only four days into his Jedi.
1: Dump. Obi Wan is the only Jedi not to not to lose without purposely uh throwing the fight. I'm
0: not arguing
1: that. I'm saying So, so he's
0: number one. How do you argue that he's
1: number one in the Power Rankings? He never lost. He never lost.
0: Uh, how can you argue that at this point when Luke blows up the death star in episode 4 that he's the number 2 ranked Jedi ever? You know, he, do, you know do you know
1: what I would argue? Who who we it, Who guided him before he fired off fired off the phaser? You're, you're
0: Who who was it?
1: Who, who's whose voice did he hear that probably guided the damn thing's cuz Luke probably aimed wrong. Who was it? Whose voice?
0: Now, now you're whose voice? Now whose you're, voice? Now whose you're, voice? Now you're whose
1: voice? Yeah, it was Obi-Wan's. Obi proje- Wan's. We're doing. We're doing. It, we're doing a separate poll on this. Obi Wan Kenobi is the number one of the power rankings. You're
0: projecting falsehoods. I don't know what else to say. You're just. You're just making stuff up now. You
1: just insist on yourself.
0: Yeah, Obi Wan guide, guided the shots into the into the hole. To the, it was Obi Wan that blew up. Uh, my who's,
1: bad. My bad, Drew.
0: Obi Wan blew up the Death Star. No, whose voice?
1: Right. Di- whose voice did he hear? No, you're,
0: you're right. Obi- Thank one you. I up. am
1: right. I am right. Don't come at me. If you're gonna come for the king, you better not miss, bro. You
0: have just you have just effed yourself on this poll. I
1: totally disagree. I think everybody's coming coming to my side about how overrated the Jedi are. I think I think it's happening. I'm starting a movement.
0: Okay, what's your number one?
1: Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot that I forgot that Luke Skywalker was getting his own Disney Plus series. Oh wait, he's not. He had a tag on to the Mandalorian. Uh, my number one. Uh, this this. This... You just argued against yourself. No, I didn't. Obi Wan's getting his own series because he's number one. He deserves. Yeah, but an if you're series. saying Luke
0: wasn't that great, but Luke was also number two, like, what's what's your argument?
1: What do you mean? I'm saying he's number two in the power rankings. He's not as good as Obi Wan Kenobi.
0: Okay, what's your number
1: one? My number one, Frank. No last name. The tank out debates James Carville at the Harrison University Academia test. Frank the Tank with no college degree, no background, goes in there with what was Carville's was the Secretary of State or just the campaign manager? I, I don't know. He comes in, blanks him out, completely shuts out Carville in a debate contest. Over. Nobody saw it coming. Game set match.
0: I have to say that Um the your white man can't jump was good. What was your two and
1: three? My two is Rocky beating Apollo.
0: How could you pick the second one? It wasn't okay. Wh- and what was your number three?
1: Uh, G Baby and the Cucumbas pulling off the. This upset. is your worst list by I a just, lot. I just, I disagree. I think it's my most creative, and I think it's, you, I think, I think it's Stout. I think it's Stout. You, you know why? Oh, you just, you, you went and you just picked, you just picked standard, standard movies. We all know. I went outside the box and went into these upsets. That doesn't said, mean you're right. I, it doesn't, but. I at least I got I didn't just I just wasn't lazy I didn't go on IMDb and just uh, pick the top five movies that came up on their list.
0: Uh, Luke Skywalker. You, you can't that, even handle that, the, that's, the that's Luke not on I, that's
1: not on IMDb
0: as upset movies.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Listen, I went, I went, I, I, the I movies
0: took, you picked aren't on IMDb. What are you saying? <laughs> are you even making sense right
1: now? I went, I just went a different way. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go straight sport movies. I was trying to think of what are big ups. Neither did I. I what I are went, big? Oh, you, well, okay, well, you went outside the box on one. I'll give you yeah. that. I'll give you that. All right, but, here, uh,
0: here's all my my honorable mentions. Okay, Cool Runnings didn't count because they didn't. That win. Ha-
1: Oh yeah, they didn't win. Yeah. Isn't that uh, loosely is that loosely based on a true story?
0: No. No, they, they got one okay. after the movie. Okay. Um, dodgeball.
1: Yeah, it's my one of mine.
0: Um, Semi pro won the Mega Bowl, but they came in fourth place, so I wasn't sure.
1: Nah, they didn't win.
0: Um, one that I didn't, I, I almost put this in, but basically in Lord of the Rings, somehow getting Frodo <sighs> to Mordor with the ring. Like that was a long shot.
1: I, th- I thought you would have called bullshit on me because I was going to have Frodo. I was going to have that, but really Gollum took it over the hill and it actually destroyed the ring. So oh, I just thought the
0: fact that they got it there well, I that's mean, true.
1: Yeah. I, I, I thought I might get technicality on that one, but that's good. I was trying, I was trying to get a Lord of the Rings one in there. I just couldn't even, and even, even, and even with all that, they did have a wizard and Aragorn, the son of Arathorn on their team. So I didn't put it back. They had a wizard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, now, shame on you for having friggin' the Will Farrell versus James Carville over this one. I'm I'm very disappointed in you. Okay, my, my cousin Vinny.
1: Ooh, that's like a, that's. You he, should. That's a, now, see if you would have put that on your top five. I that I kudos to you. But I'm not you know,
0: putting that above Karate Kid. Or you didn't Hooster's. have the
1: ball. You didn't have the balls to do it. Oh,
0: it wasn't. It might. What it does it has anything to do with balls. That wasn't. Maybe you didn't have the brains to think about that. Over, that was a good
1: one. I I would have. If I would have thought about it, that might have made my. Uh, that might have made number five of over Mitch McDermott.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you didn't.
1: I didn't. That's a good one.
0: Um, another one. Uh, Homeward Bound. Those dogs making it home. After see those class.
1: are. See those. These are ones that should have made your top five.
0: Look, they're good. They're not in my top five. What do you want me to say? You, you didn't even think of them. Uh,
1: that's that's why you could have. You had you had your shot here.
0: No, Go ra- ahead. Ra- rounders I had. I wouldn't have picked the the TV that they were watching. I would have picked him, you know, somehow coming up with $30,000 at the last minute to take on the head of the Russian KGB, but I mean
1: he just borrowed it from a rich guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh 300 uh, cuz I mean, look at the name of the movie. Major League. Why didn't you have that over that whatever that baseball that Keanu Reeves baseball movie was?
1: Uh first off, don't you dare cuz you've never seen it. Rest in peace, G baby. Um Yeah. They did did they did they ever did they ever actually win though? Didn't they, they lose They made the playoffs? Yeah, but they didn't win they lost.
0: They won the pennant.
1: Okay. They they still lost in the playoffs, right? I
0: don't remember. Yeah,
1: they they never actually won, I don't think. But go ahead.
0: Um and then the other one that could not crap crack my top five was uh eight mile.
1: <laughs> D he won the rap battle yeah <laughs> so that would have been a good one I I, I like I like all of your uh, well, with the, of I course like,
0: they're all good that's why they're honorable mentions they're just not top five The honorable
1: to me the, your honorable mentions are better than uh, some of your top fives. it wasn't
0: it wasn't a most creative with, with, with the with,
1: with, with the exception of uh, with the exception of Star Wars and Rocky uh, I dig it um what did I have I had I had Ro- I had Rocky Drago on mine. Um, I had, uh, Dave Sims out driving, uh, Roy McIlroy with a seven when he hits the seven, like John Daly hits the three. That one made my, uh, made my list. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Happy Gilmore. That's a, that's a, that's a solid I've one. Thought about a, that. Yeah. a guy, a guy with no discernible golf background. Um,
0: wins the Waterbury Open. Yeah.
1: Dot yeah <laughs> yeah that was another one for two actually having the back the back the actual names and stories of these guys uh, in it that were great um, I had dodgeball on there because that's just effing hilarious that whole entire movie and I think that was. It was three hundred? Isn't thats is that loosely based on some historical fact? Maybe not to the T. Oh
0: yeah, I guess that is. Historical is that football. is yeah. that on there? Because I thought about yeah, that too, is.
1: and I was like, ah, uh, I was like, I don't feel like actually doing my half-assed internet research, but it's probably yeah, yeah, it is. It's probably there. So okay, all right.
0: Yeah, I, R I P. I'm
1: sorry. That's that's fine, man. Listen, you've uh, you don't you don't know the heartstrings I'm gonna pull with G baby. You I can't I can't believe you've never seen Hardball. No. Ki- Keanu Reeves is a degenerate gambler who ends up coaching a Little League team to try to pay off his debts. <laughs> in the heart of Chicago. In the, in the projects of Chicago. Oh, There's, my those, God. Those Little
0: League salaries pay pretty good, huh? pay, pay <laughs> off degenerate gambling debts.
1: It's so... Oh, my God, dude. It's, it's, one of, it's one of the most ridiculous movies that then becomes, like, tragic and super serious in the last, like, nine minutes, and... Your heart breaks and you're like, I've, I'm never going to forget this movie. It's 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 ridiculous. Like you click? never. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Except it was good and not trash. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly like click. Except just not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how bad. Man, remember how to... Um. Uh, my, my buddy Quinn will hate me, but we should just do a list of like. Uh, like the top five worst Adam Sandler movies. He just had that run of like six years where he basically just got an open budget from like happy productions. And he just made awful movie after awful movie after awful movie. Yeah. They were so bad. And then Uncut Gems. I forget, have you seen Uncut Gems?
0: Not yet. Huh?
1: It's pretty good. So that was, that had a, that had a good, it, that, that was pretty solid. So yeah. I, I don't think he got robbed from the Academy Award, but, uh, he was he he was pretty awesome in that. So gotcha. So we'll say you you might you might beat me, but I I still think my list is stout. It's creative. Yeah, I I agree. Um. Okay. I, I'll I'm gonna type these up for you to put out there, so you don't shortchange me on these. It's, oh God. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna type these out. Okay. And I'll 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 send it to you before we do it, but. Okay. I I, I How dare you disrespect Frank the Tank? Schooling, schooling, James Carville. Are you kidding me? That's your number one. The guy, the guy, the guy didn't even ha- the guy he didn't even have a response. He was completely blanked, shut get, out.
0: Again, if your number one was my cousin Vinny, he pitched that, a shutout. I, I,
1: I wish it would have been. Um, I, I gotta say, I, uh that was good. Good thinking on, on you on that one.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, okay. Um, well, that leads us to the final topic this week: Walking Dead. Season 11, episode 6?
1: Yes, so there's two left. Yeah. You um, have the floor. You liked it more than I did.
0: Loved it. The horror movie feel, Nicotero, a lot of times I think Nicotero starts to insist on himself with with the way he directs things, but this it was so, excuse me, so spot on. We like, were.
1: Uh, I, I told you me and him were at a cupcake party together in Disney, right? Me and Nicotero?
0: I think you did, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Go ahead.
0: But like when they get to the house, like what is that? The second scene. The first scene is them running and. Connie, them...
1: Connie, and Virgil.
0: Connie and Virgil, and then they run to the house. With with those uh, zombies meandering around the lawn with the big white house. Immediately, I was put back into Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "They're coming for you, Barbara. <laughs> They're coming for you." And I, it was super creepy. Um, the whole thing with the ferals was, it, it was intriguing. It was interesting. The, the, the fact that there was people living in the walls was just, like, so, and, like, I had never really put two and two together that it was all a trap until, like, Virgil basically said so. Um, and I never, I didn't even realize there was multiple of them until, like, again, the very end when they like have that whole big speech and i'm like you i'm like you already stabbed the guy like what are you like freaking out about like just r- run out and then they were like talking about how there's multiple of these people and i was like oh really um so i don't know that like a family would go feral like that that's that's a, a little bit of a stretch for me that being said, I just thought the episode was so well done, and like the Ferals were super creepy um and then I liked that they also moved forward some of the other plots um like um like daryl and and how Maggie and them had to hide in the floor that that all was well done um, mm-hmm. and then i I can't remember did they do anything back at um Back at uh, Alexandria, in uh, it was it was
1: basically just them preparing to go out and looking for uh for Connie. So you saw, okay. a okay. You, okay. saw like, a, you saw like you see you saw a scene of them like getting ready to get scout parties out there to follow the map they found, and yeah. then they're like, "Oh God, Kelly's gone already." And that was really all you saw in Alexandria.
0: Yeah, when Kelly saved her, like it, the way it happened, I was just like. Oh, man, I hate when they do, like, cheap stuff like that. When, like, someone saves them out of nowhere. But then at the same time, I was like, oh, this is so good. The way like, she, like, found her right in the nick of time. Like, I, I actually kind of bought it. Like, I kind of liked it. Um, Virgil's whole, like, monologue conversion thing was interesting to me. About how he... I did some bad things before. I was like, eh, maybe I could trust this guy. Um, so I kind of bought... Everything, like, really, like, everything was... Just well done. I kind of bought it all, um, so I yeah, I, I thought it was a great episode. I, it was, it, I thought it was the best one in a long time. Um, maybe maybe because I just love Connie. I, I like that actress. I forget her name, but she, I love her.
1: I think it's Laura or something. I I really I thought the episode was excellent. My only, and I I especially like Nick and Tara, the how they put you. In her, basically in her shoes with the complete silence because, you know, where it just, everything went silent in the scene. So you couldn't even hear what was going on, which has to be absolutely terrifying in that situation. Um, But just what, like, took it away from me was... Like I just knew nobody was gonna die. Like Vir- I joked, like Virgil. V- Virgil is the forty seventh main character in the show, and yet I I knew like even after he got stabbed like with a huge knife twice by that feral woman, I was like, eh, he's gonna live. He'll 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 he'll, he'll survive with no medical supplies. Easy on this one, um, yeah. So like it took like all that all that like tenseness and like everything Nicotero captured in that horror film, like what, what makes that extremely effective usually is you, you don't know who's going to die, but like anybody could die. And it's like that, that anticipation and that like stress. But like, when I was watching, I was like, yeah, they're, they're not going to kill Connie. They're not going to kill Virgil. So this is cool the way they're doing it, but nope, nobody's going to die.
0: Yeah. I w- Normally I'm with you. I wasn't as convinced. I thought they could have easily killed off Virgil or Connie. And so, Honestly, shame on me for even like <laughs> suspending disbelief yeah. that like maybe they maybe they will kill Connie. and That would be like such like a gut punch that like they held her out for so long and oh like no they they don't do that anymore. They don't do gut, like
1: but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so like uh, I think yeah, so shame yeah. on me
0: for for like actually buying in. But you're you're right. Yeah, um, that's fair criticism. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's it. And again, I, I thought it was excellent. It was it was well shot. The acting was phenomenal. But like when you take away. When you take away that element in a show like this, it just, you know what I mean? Like, cool. All right, Mike, that was awesome. But once again, but what I did like, like this, I knew you, I knew you would love this episode because of the feral, the feral humans, because like this is more, this is more like apocalypse. Like, what, what's more reality? Like something like that would happen versus the twelve, the twelve factions of like dastardly bad guys that we've run into all, all in Virginia. Like this is more of like. Eh. You don't, don't
0: think no. so? No, I don't. Oh, it, I, I,
1: I, I thought I, that's right away why I was like, oh, Jo's gonna love this.
0: No, I think it's more of a stretch. I think, I think the bad guy factions are more uh, probable than than like people going feral. Um, okay. Like, I think who was it? I want to say was it uh, um, either uh, who's the host um of talking Hardwick, either Hardwick or um Yvette Nicole Brown. I forget which one it was. I think it was Hardwick. And he was, like, he was like, Yeah, did they just like show up one day and was like, Hey, you know what? Uh, let's put on these loincloths you know, like, Oh, good idea, mom. Like let's, yeah, let's put on loincloths. Why
1: did they did they say that it was a family? Is that what they They did. They said they it was said, a family. But who said that? Hardwick said that or someone from the show they actually? As,
0: they assumed that. Oh, that I could, didn't I, it could be. Oh, I didn't but think then, that. I just assumed
1: you, it was a random group of people who I did got too that way.
0: But, but they said they thought it could be a family and then well, who the ho- hell's
1: he? He's Chris. He's a guy that had a TV show where he just yelled points out. Tell us, okay. You know.
0: Okay, listen, listen. I'm trying to talk. You know how they put those? Uh, you know how they put those um, facts up there on the screen? Like, did yeah. you know it was in those that it was a family?
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, I, yeah, that's what I was trying to get in there. But uh, okay. So it it uh, it was a family that just like stayed in that house and went feral and. The, all those pictures on the wall were of prior family members and them them that those that those pictures with the eyes scratched out was them okay and they scratched the eyes out because they didn't want to remember their prior humanity who they were they just wanted to hmm. like live like animals that's what that's what it said in the in the whatever the things were on talking dead like those those facts
1: gotcha okay
0: so I don't. I just don't see that as being like very plausible like you and your family, like, staying in your house and being like, let's just grunt and, like, not wear clothes. I don't, I don't
1: know. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then, so, at the very end, I guess you saw in Daryl's side story, he tortures – I guess was that – see, I don't even know because it, it's, you know – I just got so disinterested there for a couple episodes. Was that guy that Daryl was torturing? Was he part of the group that was traveling? Was he with Maggie and those guys? Like yeah, was yeah, Oh, was, was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. Um
0: He's part of like Maggie's team.
1: Oh I see I didn't I don't even remember him. Um
0: I don't remember his name either, but he's part of Maggie's
1: team. Alright, so Daryl cuts his finger off, which was awesome. Uh you think do you think that he he uh told uh is it pope or bishop? Pope?
0: <laughs> Who's a the leader? Question. Great question. <laughs> is I
1: pope think or- it's pope. I think it's pope. <laughs> I'm watching a show where one of the main characters' name is bishop. So now, my like, god, <laughs> I'm like, oh god, wait, what's this guy's name again? Uh-huh. Cardinal. <laughs> I think it's pope. Pastor. Do you think he told him about Daryl, or do you think that guy's just? Do you think Pope's just screwing with Daryl to to test him?
0: Um, I I have no idea. I I assume that he told Pope that. Okay. before Pope killed him, but I don't know.
1: We'll see. Uh next week it looks like we're gonna somebody's somebody's gonna be wearing some whisperer masks, it looks like from the previews, so that should be interesting. And we'll uh we're probably gonna see a little bit more of, of the Commonwealth I think next week. So it should uh should be there. Two episodes left and so then we then we get into the season premiere of high school musical and uh what do you call it? Uh Bomb Bomb Squad one oh one.
0: Yeah, nu- nuclear fallout zombies. Um, this absurd.
1: This is absurd.
0: I am. Um, it's also seemed like Negan and Maggie ha- are starting to have a real heart to heart.
1: Getting in a little bit of a groove, eh?
0: And it did she say something? Did they say something about we gotta? I can't remember in the preview. Did they say so, say something about yeah? I gotta forgive and move on or something like that.
1: It was, or we gotta do something. We're to do something differently or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> They're gonna do it, aren't they?
1: Can you ima- can you imagine the series ends with like Negan and uh, Maggie married with like kids and stuff? How funny would that be? With Glenn's kid? Oh my God! Can you imagine? Can and you Negan,
0: g- Negan's, I'm gonna bash your head in and take your wife for one of my wives.
1: It'd be fun. It'd be funny if like Rick Rick then meets up with them and that's what happens. And Rick goes, Oh, so you guys are like a thing? And she goes, Yeah. He's like, So well, 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 well worth me uh, being imprisoned here for the last decade since uh. I got this all, I, I'm i in this situation because you tried to run, or you tried to have a coup to kill Negan, to kill Negan, and now, uh, now you're sleeping with them. Thanks, Maggie. Real smart.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick, before we wrap this up, how many years have gone by in The Walking Dead now?
1: Uh, we're, I think we've, I think we've landed on 10, no? I thought so too. Pretty close? I mean, and- well, well, High School Musical is 10 years after the apocalypse, right? Yes. Um, I would say and the walking dead I would probably say um from start 10,
0: 10 to 12 right from
1: start to from th- the savior war had to be at least 2 years in based on just judith right how old she was so let's just say 2 years okay um and then they time jumped a year and a half after the they after uh they beat the Saviors, so we're at three and a half years, and then they time jumped five years. I think.
0: I didn't say. Wasn't it a seven-year time jump?
1: It was five. I thought it was five. So, well,
0: like overall.
1: But either way, we're at eight years, and now at least another year has almost gone by here with the like whispers. Like nine, ten. Yeah, so the Walking Dead is around around nine, eight. I'd say between eight and ten years into this. uh, High School Musical is ten years. And I, I still say that fear is a good bit behind The Walking Dead. I, I think they're five years behind The Walking Dead.
0: Um, because you, reason, don't, you
1: didn't have that time jump in fear.
0: only reason I bring this up is because they basically had this conversation on Talking Dead. Okay. And Yvette Nicole Brown was like, yeah, aren't we like 10 or 12 or 10 or 15 years in on, on The Walking Dead? No. And Hardwick said 7 to 9.
1: Yeah, that's, that, that's about it. I agree with him.
0: See, I thought it was ten to twelve.
1: No, I think you're adding too many years onto the time jump, and I think you're. I I really think the whole from season one through season eight was two to three years.
0: I thought Judith was. She was like two
1: or three years old when uh, the the savior when the savior happened.
0: I thought it was a seven-year time jump after that. So yeah, it
1: was definitely five.
0: And then they did the whole other winter, so I added a year. Remember, Negan yeah. out there yeah. in the winter? Yep,
1: yeah. So, so that's that was why I was like, six. oh, they got
0: to be at least ten.
1: Yeah, they're about yeah, they're about eight, yeah. So I, I said eight to ten, he said seven to nine. I think that's where they are. Huh. So they're, I think they're running almost parallel with High School Musical at this point. That's yeah, what I thought, yeah. Yeah, it's just fear that's behind, because Fear of the Walking Dead hasn't gone through that five-year time jump that yeah. The Walking Dead did. Now, maybe they'll do that now with this... Uh, Cause I don't know how they could be out there. Wa- I don't know. Uh, uh, let's not even get into it. I, I don't know how, where they're all coming up with. They're all they're all these uh, uh, you know hazmat suits that they're all walking around in. Well, during they trailers. just leave
0: the area as, as far as possible. Like there's going to be nuclear radiation everywhere. Like just because then out of there.
1: Be, because then Gimple would have to be creative and try to actually like write a good show. I don't I don't know. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Yeah. I don't know. All right, true. Well, you know, let's wrap this up this week episode 51 we have big things coming episode 52 our one-year anniversary we have another gopher two primed up after this weekend so you're we're about to hit like two or three uh pods here in the next next week so you know hope everyone's enjoying you know download click subscribe you know give us a listen give us your comments top fives coming out a lot of good things and we will have a big old birthday bash next week so on that note, true. as always, good talk. See you out there.
1: Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open
0: count, toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you
1: that second round. You wanna throw it out talking about anything that makes you get loud